Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Just Talking About Films podcast, where we get together and just talk about films. That's all we do for this short time and hope that you can um, get involved in what we're saying and involved in the discussion. My name is Ian Sargent. And my name is Luke Taylor, and it's great to be with you. Uh, today, we're going to be going over the films that we've looked at in the past two weeks because we didn't actually uh, record last week because Ian was having broadband issues. Um, and then we're going to have some questions that have been uh, sent to Ian that we don't know what they are yet. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited. We did it a couple of weeks ago, and then I've been just getting a few from different places. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of questions we get and we'll discuss that and then in the coming weeks we'll have new themes to develop um, and things to look at specifically yeah it's good I enjoyed just doing that gut reaction although I have to be honest with you afterwards I regretted every gut reaction I said yeah I think that's part of what makes it interesting because you can't prepare and you can't think about it you just got to say um, so yeah I mean I think I was I'm quite pleased with my reactions and my responses. I picked Yoda as my favourite Star Wars character. That's just not true. You did, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what would you say now? I'd say Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah Vader's good, complex, and <laughs> ultimate, ultimately, he's just a tortured soul, and he's... Um... But, uh, but yeah, anyway, it was it's just, yeah, I went over all of the things that I said and I was like, well, that was wrong. That was wrong. That was wrong. Anyway, but you got your reaction, you got your reaction stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. So maybe Yoda is your favorite character. You just, you wish I just don't know. Favorite, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Well, very um, good. So I haven't been watching a lot over the last two weeks. I think I've got two films, one for each week. So it's probably best we start with you. Okay. Um, well, I've watched a load of films um, over the past over the past two weeks, so I won't do them all. I don't think. Did I talk about Venom last time? I don't think so. No, oh. if I didn't. Yes, I'll... yes, I think you did, but we'll do it again. I'll touch on it very briefly. Don't bother. It's terrible. There we go. Yeah, I think you said it because I was like, "Yeah, why did Tom Hardy do it?" And you said. Tom Hardy is obviously clearly having a lot of fun, but it's yeah. just not very Yeah, but he's the only one. Um, so since then, <laughs> we've done uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which uh, I had a lot of fun watching that. It was, it was, it's not top tier Marvel. It's probably pretty forgettable after a while, but there was some, fun, it was it was good fun while we're watching it. And it got me thinking, that I want to watch all of Sam Raimi's films again. Um. So some of his I haven't seen. In fact, I picked up on two of them this week. Um, but yeah, it, it, I've forgotten how much fun a director he is because mm. uh, he's been gone for years. So it was yeah, nice yeah. to see something of his on the big screen again. And even though it is a Doctor Strange film, it's very much a Sam Raimi film as well. Raimi, Raimi, whichever you describe it as. <laughs> um, so I, I had a good time. It wasn't, you know, it, it's one of those ones where I enjoyed it while I was watching it. I don't know how much it'll stick with me. It's quite scary at times. It might be the scariest Marvel film. It definitely jumped yeah. out my skin a few times, um, which was so you nice. Said, you said it wasn't top tier Marvel. Mm. So, so what? what is top tier Marvel? Oh, I'd, I'd have to go with Avengers Endgame and, you know, Infinity. Those are the ones I really... And the Spider-Man films as well, I really enjoy. Uh, so Winter Soldier is top-, top tier as well, I'd say. Mm. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good fun. Doctor Strange isn't my favourite. Um, no, uh, I can't. I can't be doing with him. 
<laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't, because it just even like you know, you know how I feel about the multiverse. It's just a nonsense, and it kind of just makes things too complicated for me. Um, but I didn't <laughs> mind Doctor Strange in Spider Man. I yeah. thought he was all right. He was a means to an end, and I could live with that. But I couldn't be doing with a whole film of that floating through the sky into other things and other dimensions. But, uh, it, I, I mean, the focus of the film really isn't him. I don't think particularly. I think the real the real strong part of the film is Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch. Mm. Um, she is really really good in it, um, and goes through so much stuff in the in the over the course of the film, and she plays it so well as as, as an actress. Very good, very impressed. Um, yeah. So yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed it enough. And um, then uh, I watched Planet of the Apes, the old Charlton Heston original one which I think I'd seen years and years ago, but I remember nothing about it. And you know what? It was kind of fun. It was kind of goofy. And uh, <coughs> his acting in it is quite something. I, I, there's so many lines that I've heard quoted hmm. time and time again, and I didn't really have a proper context for them. Um, but he is <laughs> he is bonkers in the film. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's quite fun to watch. Some of his line readings are just, yeah. Um, I can see why it endured and why it was so popular. I, I had a good time watching it. And especially, of course, you know the twist at the end. And everybody mm-hmm. knows the twist at the end. I can't imagine what that film would have been like if you didn't know the twist at the end. No. Um, but I had a good time. It was, it was uh, It's worth watching. Yeah, and where did you watch that? That's on, the, I think they're all on Disney Plus at the moment. Mm. Um, so that was that was fun. Um I watched a film called The Lie, which was absolutely dire. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember who was in it now. I don't. It's, uh, I can't even remember who was in it. It was uh, a girl confesses to killing a friend at school, uh, a school friend, and the parents cover it up, and it just things snowball and snowball as it goes on, and it's just. It felt like a student film. It just felt like the acting was so unconvincing and there's a big plot twist at the end that there's like, you really see coming and uh, right. it's on prime at the moment. I, if you, if you come across, cause the trailer looks really good. It looks like it's going to be a dark, it looks, it feels like it's going to be passengers, you know, that kind of not yeah. passengers, prisoners. Yeah. Prisoners. Um, it isn't, it really isn't. It's uh, don't let the trailer fool you. It is not worth watching. Okay. <laughs> um, then we went to see Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Which is the second film I'd seen in a week uh, about the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. And the better of the two. Okay. Um, it's very funny. You'll, you'll, you'll giggle the whole way through it. It's playful in the way it's filmed. It's playful in the way the story goes. It's got some really clever uh, twists and turns in it. It does outstay its welcome, though. I think it's a little long. Um, okay. Towards the end, it was getting a little bit like, okay, I- I'm done now. You can, you can wrap up. Come on, please wrap up. And it was just taking a long time to wrap up. Um, because it structures itself with everything, everywhere, all at once. It's like three uh, chapter headings almost. You're halfway through the second one thinking, oh, no, there's a whole other chapter heading to come. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of like this, 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 it's, it's just get a little bit much at the end, but it is a lot of fun and uh, would very much recommend it. Okay. Um, let me think. Oh, and then I decided I was going to do some Sam Raimi films. Okay. So yeah. 
I found on BBC iPlayer of all places a simple plan. Have you ever seen Never it? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. It's um, three guys, um, two of them are brothers, one of them's a friend, who come across a uh, crashed aeroplane. And it's in the snowy, you know, uh, Minnesota, you know, small town kind of thing. And in that plane, there's a dead body um, that's been there a long time and a big bag of money. And they decide to keep the money. And then everything starts to go wrong. <laughs> hmm. um, and it, it gradually, you know, things begin to really snowball out of control and you end up doing things you never thought you'd do. And uh, it, it's a very, it's a very good film and it's, it's got a great end to it as well. One of those ends where you get to the end of the film and you just feel like, um, really sorry for the people in it, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and it was very good, a worth watch. Um, it's got Billy Bob Thornton in as um, one of the main characters, and he is excellent. Um, it's I think it's quite an early Billy Bob Thornton, but he is really, really good. It's and what's been, it called? Men uh, with a, a plan. Sim- a simple plan. A simple plan. And Bill Paxton is his brother. And um, Bridget Fonda is his wife in it as well. And she's, again, really good. Um, really, really worth watching. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I, you know one of those films where you go, how have I not seen this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really good. Um, so then I was like, right, I'm going to do another Sam Raimi film. <laughs> I kind of, this is one of those films you don't want to admit to watching because of the title. <laughs> um, Drag Me to Hell. Okay, which, I've heard of that. Which is, it's kind of, if you, it, just, it just kind of feels like a ghost train of a film. You know, there's lots of things jumping out and going, rah, to scare you, and, you know, and there's lots of jump scares and lots of stuff where, you know, it's, it's, it's just gross to look at. And, but it's actually a really fun film. Um, but one of those ones that you think, I wish it was called something else because I can't recommend it because of the title. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, I enjoyed that. Then we went to, again, I'm going to skip over some more of these. Uh, we went to the cinema to see Firestarter. That's just come out, a new adaption of a Stephen King novel. Oh, um, yeah. And it turns out not every Stephen King book is a winner. Right. Um, not all of them should be filmed. I don't know what the original Firestarter was like. I don't know if the book's any good, but the film is dreadful. Absolutely right. dreadful. Um, you get to the end of it. Uh, and I think there was a whole bunch of us went to see it, and we got to the end, and it was just like, "What is that? It? That's that's literally it. That's how you and it just you come out and you feel like I've just wasted two hours watching this. So do yourself a favor, don't go watch Firestarter. I won't go and watch the Firestarter, the Twisted <laughs> Firestarter, <laughs> and then Prince of Egypt. Okay, I don't know why I watched it. I just fancy Busman's holiday, isn't it? <laughs> but you know what? I'd forgotten how good Prince of Egypt is. It, is it treats good. the story so reverently, but you know, but tells it in its own way. And yeah, amazing, amazing film had me all the way through, emotionally invested right, right to the end. And uh, it's one of those films where you, I don't, I don't think you can improve it. I don't know you could improve anything in it. It was really, really good telling of the story. And I don't normally yeah, like I mean, that the, kind of thing, you know, with uh, with yeah. singing all the way through it. It is good. I prefer the book, but I, I did think it was a good adaptation. The book is better, yes. <laughs> a bit long, though. 
Um, and then I'll do one more. Um, I know you rewatched it recently, but I've rewatched Top Gun really for uh, the new one coming out. And I'd have to admit, I didn't remember much about Top Gun at all. Been a long time since I've seen it, but yeah, it was. It seems to be the most eighties thing ever. It does, doesn't <laughs> it's very eighties, and I have to, <laughs> it's usage of uh, Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's been five minutes and we haven't played Danger Zone. Should we play Danger Zone yeah. again? <laughs> it's just after a while it begins to seem comical. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I I enjoyed it at the end of it. You know where they they're having the the actual combat situation. Um, and that whole bit at, at edge of your seat stuff, I really enjoyed it. It, it just works. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing how, I mean, not knocking Tom Cruise, he's become a very, you know, global figure. But it's amazing how it must be 99% of the films he's in. You want to punch his character in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's that grin. That yeah, grin is a grin you smile. want to punch. <laughs> yeah, the smile and the... The um just he, he just plays smarmy very well, but then ultimately you end up being on the side in most films, but he's just got it down to a fine art. So it's like that, yeah, the smarmy yeah. and the cheesy grin. It's weird. Not you don't like his character. Like... I, I don't like Maverick, you know. By the even by the end of the film, I'm like, I don't like this guy, but I'm still rooting for him by the end of it. Absolutely, and it's because he's arrogant and he is all these things and you should, like, as a kid, I didn't like Iceman, but he's the most sensible one. Yeah, now you're kind of like, Iceman's kind of got a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, every everybody who's telling them, uh, you know, book up, is they're, they're kind of right. But still, by the end of the film, you're totally on the side. Yeah. So, yeah, but the, the danger zone thing is probably the most 80s film ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, so that's been... I've watched a few more, but I won't. I won't go into those. So, me, the two that I've watched, I've watched Codacron. Did I mention it last time? No, you didn't. No. So, Codacron was good. I'd seen it. It was recommended for me. I think on Netflix, um, right. and it's got um, Ed Harrison and Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, and Elizabeth Olsen. Right. And it's a bit cheesy and a bit cliched, but I like it. It's well shot, well acted. And you know where it's going and you know how it's going to end. But um, but it's still good and it's quite emotional, even though I'd guess what would happen at the end, you know, as soon as it started. But basically it's about a guy who's Jason Sudeikis, who's his dad and him didn't get on and he hasn't spoken to him for 10 years. Now his, his dad's pretty wealthy and he's, a, he's going to die, but he's a world-renowned photographer. Um. And he only, you know, um, gets his pictures developed on a certain type of film called Kodachrome. And there's only one place in the country that does it or one place in the world. And they're stopping soon. So he wants to take some rolls of film that he's found to get developed before he, before he dies. So then it ends up anywhere that he wants his son to go with him. He doesn't want to go. And then he ends up going with him and with the carer which is elizabeth olsen so it's um, kind of like a road trip the, yeah so it's a road trip but because it's about photography it's it's shot very well so you know mm. you get a lot of these um great shots but you know what's going to happen through it the relationship and but that bitterness is there and different things and then yeah you get to see life and it's a good story it's a bit of a feel good um 
with some painful bits and some funny bits in it. But I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I like it's weird seeing say Jason Sudeikis for me is now all about Ted Lasso, so it was strange seeing that. But um, I just thought it was it was a, a charming film. It's one of them ones where I know as soon as it starts, it's full on cheese. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's like I don't care. I love this, right? It's not the most complex. It's not. There's no shocks. There's no twist. But this is what I'm here for. This, you know what I mean? So I, I loved it, even though I knew everything was going to happen. <laughs> I could have written the script. It was cliche. The soundtrack is really good. There's bits in it where, because he's a music, um, uh, an agent, I think, um, signed bands and stuff. So the soundtrack is kind of good. And there's bits where he reminisces about music he used to like. So, yeah, the soundtrack's really good. I really enjoyed it. So, and Ed Harris is always good. So it called Kodachrome. Yeah. Starts with a K. I think it's Netflix. Yeah, a quick look. Netflix or Amazon, but I think it was Netflix. Sounds like something I want to try. How would you spell Kodachrome? K O D A. Got you. I see it. Chrome. That's my Netflix list. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there we go. Got it. And then, um, yeah. Um, and then I watched X Men for our film club, so rewatched X Men. That is what twenty years old now, the original one. And as I say, it starts off really well. As I said this in our group, and I loved it. Um, and it just falls apart pretty quickly. Mm. It's not not even the fact that it's dated; it's just the story is just so boring. It, it it's weird. It seems like at the time you, you can't try to remember back twenty years ago. You think. Was this exciting when it came out? Were we all blown away by the story, or were we, or, or were we not? Because looking back, you're like, it's so simple the story, it's too simple. Yeah, I think I was blown away by the potential. It was X Men. It was new. There was new characters to explore, and it was just the mm. beginning. So you kind of let it off. But the opening with Magneto as a child, um, you know, in 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 <laughs> the concentration camp and yeah. um, the Wolverine bit. That's all great until. Mm. He until he meets Sabretooth, then it just it falls apart pretty quickly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It just all yeah. becomes a bit. Where are you going with this? And the whole, you know, um, Xavier and um, Magneto thing could have been so much better. And it's just it's just like I mean, it gets better later on, but it's just like oh. mm. and Rogue as well. She's an interesting character, and then it's just like oh, I'm going to use her to do. And I was just like. Yeah, it could have been so much better. The first third, I was hooked. The mm. second two thirds, I'm like, what is this? Mm. Which, for me, is um, was the trait of superhero films and Marvel films. A lot like Wonder Woman starts really well and just falls away really quickly. Mm. Um, the, um, what's it called? Captain America, the first Avenger, starts really well, falls away. So they, they set it up really well, and some of them just fall to bits. Yeah, I think X Men as well. It, the second one's where it really finds what it's it, it's it's level. I think the second one, that, yeah. I think, is a great film. But uh, the first one, you do you, you you put up with it a little bit when it came out because it's like, well, this is you know it's building towards something. But yeah, it's it's not the most. I mean, even the the conclusion, the big epic conclusion at the end is not that epic, is it? <laughs> no, but then the thing, same the whole X Men journey, it, it kind of. It's peaks and troughs, isn't it? It oh, yeah. starts 
the film starts well, the first one, then goes down a bit, and the second film's good, and then and it just bounces along and it reaches heights and depths. It it's does. Like, uh, it there just seems to be no logic what behind it. No. <laughs> it's like, the, how many times do they have to go uh, make something about Wolverine before they finally get it right? So there's <laughs> aspects of all of like the origins Wolverine. There's aspects of that that are really good. That's but they terrible didn't nail parts. it. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't nail it until they got to Logan for me. Yeah, yeah, Logan's great. Very good film. Yeah, but then that's the end. So it's like, oh, okay, you finally got it right, and he's gone. So, so then two I've been watching, but I got broadband yesterday, so I've right, downloaded June. I've downloaded June to my Sky Planner. So I'm looking forward to, hit, to what you hear about that. I think yeah. that's going to be yeah. And so I'll get that watching. Great. Great. Oh, I'm envious you get to watch that for the first time. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of films this week because I've been busy and there's been a lot of football on each night, so I've been choosing to watch the football rather than films, but the football season finishes soon. Anyway, so. well, it finished for United months ago, but for everyone else, it finishes soon. Too. Yeah. So I'll get more films watched. Good. Well, so there'll be a good amount this week. I, I, yes, I think there's some good films uh, coming out. Um, hopefully, by the time we meet again, I'll have seen the new Top Gun film. Yeah, um, me hopefully. too. I want to plan to do that. So. Yeah, looking forward to that. It's, it's reviewing really well, so actually quite excited now. Yeah, well, the trailers I've seen, and this is a bit because, like, looking back at the other one in the 80s, it was good and all that, probably at its time, but the actual effects or the footage of the planes, because I did a lot of it mm. for real, it just looks amazing. You know, you see the sonic booms behind. It just looks really, really good. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed when watching the first one is when you when you've got the shot of them in the cockpit, it's so close because mm. you can't see it. You see blue behind them because obviously they're not really in there, yeah. um, which makes sense. But the difference of being able to pull out and see the actual landscape behind them, yeah, it looks like it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, and there's a few of the in the first one I was watching it the other week, the same as you that they use some footage two or three times. Yeah, you know where you see the 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 jets of the aircraft and stuff. It's like I've just seen that. So <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's what we've been watching. Be interesting to know what you've been watching. Have you seen any of those films that we've mentioned? What you think of them? We say this every week, and very few people get in touch. So um, please get in touch. Let us know what you think, um, and we'll see. We'll ask you on Twitter and Facebook as well. See see what you think. Yeah, right. Let's move to the questions. Right, I've got four questions here, Luke. Um, okay. Let me open them. Right, so the first one. So there's no there's no name on this. We kind of did it last time, but it's your best animated film. So last time we did Disney, but what's your favourite animated film? Wow. It might have just become The Prince of Egypt. Right, Prince of Egypt. It might just have. I mean, that's freshest in my mind. So it's mm. like right right there. And I'm probably missing something obvious. But I, yeah, I think as of today, it's the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> okay, Prince of Egypt. I would uh, probably still stick with Toy Story. I mm-hmm. think uh, visually it's superb. I love the heart of the story. I love, you know, about new people and, you know, being scared of strange people and stuff like that. So I like the messages and, and the friendship that occurs through it. It's just a clever idea, so yeah, I'll stick with Toy Story. Or Roger Rabbit, does that count? Yeah. It's it's part of <laughs> so what do you think? What's your 
best animated film? What's your gut, gut reaction when we ask that question? That's again touch with us, right. but don't think don't... about it. Send us the first yeah. thing that pops into your mind. Yeah. So thank you to, I can't remember who it was that asked these questions. I've got four of them. If none of them have got names on, I won't know. Because <laughs> um, I'm asking just people that I have meetings with and catch up with. So I'm asking people in the church and everything. Right. Oh, dear. Who would play you in a film about your life? Oh, dear me. Huh. Right, I would say young me. I would have a young DiCaprio. <laughs> Old me would either be Jack Black, Johnny Vegas or James Corden. <laughs> That's quite a leap, that, isn't it? Young DiCaprio to James Corden. But that's the leap that I have made. <laughs> so oh, Titanic DiCaprio for dear. teenage me to, you know, Jack Black or um, James Corden or Johnny Vegas now. Oh, bless you. That's... Uh, that's... Uh, don't, don't pick Johnny Vegas. Don't pick Johnny Vegas. <laughs> Okay. Jack Black. Jack Black's okay. He, he's cool, but don't don't be Johnny Vegas. I don't know, monkey. <laughs> um, man, that's a hard question. Well, okay, we got to go with the gut reaction, haven't you? Well, do you like aeroplane? No. Um, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, I think in my gut reaction, the first name that popped to mind was Rain Wilson. Okay. Um, I think just because he's funny looking. Okay. <laughs> I always feel a bit funny looking. Um, ah, man, that's hard. Who who would play me in a film? Yeah, I'm just gonna you go go with your gut reaction, and that was Rain yeah, Wilson. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, which is a little offensive to myself, but hey. <laughs> Although he's too tall, you need somebody short. I need somebody short. I need a short actor. Yeah, well, if you're listening to this or watching this, get mm. in touch with who you think would play you in a film of your life. And if you have any suggestions about who would play us in the films of our life, yes, we could do with help on this. But I don't know. Well, I think I've nailed mine. Teenage <laughs> me with my blonde highlights and my curtains. Yeah, I think DiCaprio <laughs> copied my look. And then older me, it's like, hang on. We fell apart a bit, a bit like the X-Men started well, but... Oh, dear. I'm trying to think of short actors. Yeah. Tom Cruise or what's Frodo Baggins. What's it called? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go with Elijah Wood. There we go. He's short enough. Okay. Next one. Let's open this last one. Which film is your guilty pleasure? Pleasure, I think it says pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> My guilty pleasure film. Okay. Do you want to go first or second? Second, because I can't think of one. <laughs> Mine's Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie, yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah, I, I know it's probably about. not a great film. I, I, it's one of those films that would never get made today. In fact, I was amazed. But there's some stuff in that film that is just so off the wall. And some of it's quite offensive, but I don't half enjoy it. Or, or, um, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah. Which I find hilarious every time I watch it. But I wouldn't admit to that. 
which I just did. Yeah, my guilty pleasure. The first thing that came to my mind was Legally Blonde. <laughs> I do like it. Do you know what I mean? Everything about it I shouldn't that's, like. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's a really good film. Is it? Yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I just I, I just really like it. I might really like it because it's a good film, but when I was thinking, what film do I like that people might be surprised about that's a bit of a guilty pleasure? I think that was a star-making turn from Reese Witherspoon in that film. I think that's, yeah. yeah. And Dirty Dancing was possibly another one. Okay, that you know, one a is kid, a guilty pleasure. You can be as guilty a kid, I hated yeah. it, but now I don't mind it. Greece is probably the ultimate one, but I love Greece. I don't have, care who knows it. Have you seen the the thing that's just going around on YouTube at the moment, where someone's done the scene from the end of Dirty Dancing? You know, the "I'm having the time of my life" dance yeah. to the Muppets theme tune. No, Google it afterwards. It's very funny. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be, they're, they're the Things the first one came to mind was Legally Blonde, but um, and then Dirty Dancing. I like Dirty Dancing, yeah. You can feel guilty about liking Dirty Dancing, that's 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 fine. Okay, <laughs> right. Final question. So I'm trying to read what this says As ordained ministers, mm-hmm. which film have you used as an illustration in your sermons? Wow. Lots of them. Yeah, I think I've used a few. There's yeah. two that come to mind for me. One is Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, used, and, I've used that as well, yeah. And the other is Armageddon. Armageddon? All oh, right. No, I've never used that. Never used that. What was your illustration with Hacksaw Ridge? I think it was... It was one more lord. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me so, too. Yeah, I think the sermon was entitled One More Lord. Just help me help Mine. one more person. <laughs> Mine was called Just One More. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, what's your most recent one? I don't know. I try and I try and get a lot in. Um, not intentionally, but it's, it's what I'm interested in, so it plays out a bit. But it's trying sometimes hard to find films that everyone's seen. Um so you know that everyone gets the pop culture reference. Yeah, sometimes that's Rocky hard. Few, I've used Rocky a few times. Um, can't remember what the latest one is, but yeah, I remember using Armageddon because if I remember correctly, about Bruce Willis, he sacrifices himself for the fall of humanity. So yeah, there's an yeah. obvious link there, and the Passion of the Christ. But I won't count that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think. The most recent one, or the most recently mentioned one for me, would have be City Slickers. Yeah, yeah. And um, you said not many people seen it. No, I was surprised. I, you, you, you do because you, you got to do their hands up. You know who's who's seen it, so you know who to aim what you're saying to. At and there wasn't many hands at all. Uh, but that was the whole one thing. There's one thing for purpose in life that I took from that. Um, and then I used the Prestige once which I love that film, um, about the idea of uh, not finding your identity in your job um, yeah. and you're upset and dealing with obsession. Um, the thing is, often it's quite, you just drop things in like a little bit here and there, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the most recent one was City Slickers. Um, yeah. Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow's got a good one as well about dying to self daily. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I've used Lego Movie. 
<laughs> about us all being the super that we have the potential <laughs> to change the world and each other. So I've used that. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is, is I think every film can be used in some way because there's a message in every every film is trying to say something about life. Yeah, I think you can use any film. Yeah, there's so much. There's one film I watched, and I watched it in the Czech Republic. And I can't remember what it was now, because I watched it in the Czech Republic with subtitles. And it was basically just the gospel in a film, but I can't remember what it was now. But yeah, so, but as you say, there's like Star Wars. You look at Star Wars, hmm. there's so much you can take about the force. Do you know what yes. I mean? And there's a lot of spiritual things in there, the way the dress, you know. Um, you strike me down, you just make me stronger, and all of this. It's like you can use more uh, ET, you, you know, you've got uh, Superman, uh, so many films you can just pull something in uh, like that. But yeah, I mean, I think I used a quote recently, which was what we do today echoes through eternity, which is Gladiator, but I didn't good. mention yeah. the film, I don't think. Yes, but yeah, good. there's so many. So that's a great question. Thank you very much for that. So yeah, it just comes out in life, you know, illustrations because if it's something you enjoy. So there's a lot of that, a lot of references about football in my sermons. Um, 90s music comes out a lot. <laughs> I maybe avoid some of the 90s music, uh, a little bit less. But there's, uh, yeah, I don't have the best references for 90s music. <laughs> I like stuff that doesn't seem to be very popular anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess... What about you? I mean, many of you may out there not, may not get to preach every week. <laughs> it depends on what your job is and what you believe. But if you can think of some films that could help us with our sermon illustrations that we haven't mentioned, let us know. It's always good to, to get help with sermon prep. So That would be a good um, idea. Yeah, some, <laughs> some films that you think have got a strong you know, message that aligns with something that um, the preacher might use, then, then that's good. Yes. Brilliant. I enjoyed those questions. I find them yeah, very, every time you, you do it, I'm looking forward to it each time. And then when you ask yeah. it, my brain just goes blank. <laughs> yeah, well, I know the people I ask, but I don't know who asked which question because I didn't put the names on this time, which I forgot to <laughs> ask. But next time I'll do it. So so thank you for that. And if you've got any questions that you want to send us um, anonymously or by post or whatever, so that it's better if we can't read them. It is our gut reaction, but I understand that that's difficult digitally because I can't open it and not read it, forget about it. But if we get a load of them, we could put them in a thing and just open them over time. So, so yeah, thank you. And I'll keep asking people when I meet with them, which is a bit funny, but you just do this for me before. Uh... <laughs> and also, if you want to come on and, and answer some of these questions with us or talk about the things that you've been watching or talk about certain films or something, then let us know. We genuinely love to have people to come on. Um, it's just a Zoom chat and then, yeah, um, and then it gets produced. So we would love to hear from you. Yes. Mm. And uh, really enjoyed going through them all today. And uh, let us know what you've been watching as well. What have you been watching this week? What do you recommend that we've not seen that's currently out at the moment? Stuff that's maybe new. Um, let us know. We'd, uh, suggest some films for us to watch and we'll, we'll try and watch them as well. I, I enjoy watching films based on recommendations. Yeah. And also, if you've got a film that you want to watch, want us to watch and then discuss it over a whole show. We're quite yeah. happy to do that. Yeah. Um, either something old or, or something new that you think based on something we said, oh, that would be good. So I'm going to check out a simple plan, which Luke recommends. But anything like that that we haven't seen, Hidden Gems, um, I really like. I don't mm. like looking at that. Yeah, I'm going to try Kodachrome as well. It'd be good to, yeah, see what each other thinks of those films. 
Yeah, as I say, entirely cheesy, but I loved it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Got to love a bit of cheese. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So... So, well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening again. Get in touch with any suggestions you've got, any questions or, uh, as Luke said, any recommendations. And we look forward to being with you soon. See you soon.